Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about solo tanking? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. And they just don't know the wild things they hear before a very calm good evening. Y'all should subscribe to the preamble. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, you should. Uh, How you doing? Oh, man. After that preamble. After that preamble, I'm feeling good, man. Okay. I appreciate you as a friend, just on a base level. Sometimes you just have to... Not have a problem fixed, but at least just fucking yell it into the ether, man. You don't need a problem fixed, just have a problem heard. That's all you need sometimes. Basically, man. And you know what? As a man, <laughs> that was a hard thing to learn. Yeah. Because you know men are always like, well, we can fix that. I will fix you know? this for you. Woman sad. Man fix. It's taking a long time to figure out how to just like go, okay. <laughs> and you know what? Guys, if you're listening to this, just say okay from time to time. <laughs> Women will love that. Honestly, it's an adorable flaw of your species. Like men just want to fix the problems for their spouses. They're like, we just want you to be happy. That's it. We want our partners to be fixed. (laughs) We're like, oh, you heard about an overcooked chicken one day? I'll go cook all the chicken in the world for everybody. You never have to hear about that again. I got it. We'll come up with the biggest solutions, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. But for real, sometimes just just listen. Or at least pretend to listen. Oh, okay. (laughs) 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 Now listen, man. It's really not that hard to fucking listen. It's pretty easy to do. (laughs) But uh, anyway, I'm doing all right. Good. It's been a time. It's been a time. I mean, I'm good. I've been off work for three days now as of this recording. So No, two days. I don't even know, man. Time's a blur when you don't go to work, you know? When you don't have to work, time doesn't matter anymore because you're just living you're just living just living just vibing you want to crack into something yes dude i do you ready for this totally ready i don't have a crackable but i'm gonna luxuriate in yours here we go let's let's tilt it right in real close real close oh yeah i did a nice like delay on that one (laughs) quite nice it's the anticipation (laughs) oh yeah there we go (laughs) Oh, it's yummy. So what you been up to? What's been going on? The Ye old Retro Expo was in town recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we went to one of those, what, like a whole year ago now? It was the last November? That honestly feels like three years ago. But I know. It feels forever yeah. ago. Yeah, that was a year ago. Yeah. Long time. Um, yeah, it comes around like every six months in Plano at the Plano Convention Center. Okay, maybe that's why I think that. Because I was like, what happened between then that I didn't go to? Yeah. That we didn't go to. Yeah. Both of us didn't go. I wanted to go to that one, but I was out of town. I was like, damn it. That's right. Okay. But uh, yeah, we went this year. And it was really cool. It was actually, um, we went on Saturday. So I was concerned that there would be 
mm. more population than when we yeah. went because I think we went on a Sunday. Yeah. But Saturday population, tiny. There was like nobody okay. there. I was shocked. Oh, good. Yeah. Dude, good. That's it the was, best. It was breathing room. I had like space to walk around and like I could put my elbows out. I wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to die of COVID. It was, yeah. It was nice. Um, okay. <laughs> Richard did sneeze once, like a careful sneeze into his elbow and like away okay. from the crowd. And he turned around and this guy was like, bless you, but don't do that again. Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought you were going to tell me because it was so empty. He did like a dad sneeze and it just like almost crumbled the roof down. Just like, just like echoed. That's my sneezing. I do big dad sneezes. Really? Yeah. It's it's not good. Uh, but no, it was a good retro expo. I was specifically looking for um, the figure from the 332nd Clone Battalion, which is the ones that yes. paint their face like Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. I wanted the Black Series version of that. Okay. Couldn't find a Black Series version, but I did end up finding um, the regular action figure, like the retro I style one. I did see that, and I was Very like, nice. I bet she cried. I did. I was happy about it. He was only like <laughs> 18 bucks. I was like, fuck yeah, that's a steal. Oh, yes, dude. Yeah. That's not bad at all. And then mm-hmm. I also found uh, a little Lego minifig of him. And I was like, fuck, okay. it's my lucky day. Because I've been looking for those guys. Okay. Um, we got a lot of cool stuff. We got um, a samurai Darth Vader, which I really, I should have brought in here to show you. Oh, I mean, like, I was, He's look, I mean, so cool. those photos you took were crispy. Yeah. So, like, I could see, like, <laughs> all the layering of, like, yes. of, like, his armor and shit. And I was like, this is a good looking dude man detailed figure like richard and i were not into collectibles and figures before we went to retro expo and we're like oh star wars shit's cool so he's got like like a mouth on the mask right kind of like old like samurai stuff like it's not just the vader like robot kind of thing but there's like right there's like the japanese like mask thing on there right yeah I thought I saw that, and it's I was like, cool. that sold it for me. Yeah. like That's whole, a good detail. What sold it for me is that the lightsaber is katana-shaped, so it's, like, curved and, and flat. Pretty legit. I was like, oh, that's sick. <laughs> Fucking sick, bro. Fucking suck. <laughs> you got to, like, really hit it. God. So I was very excited about that. I have totally unrelated TikTok I saw. Okay. What are your thoughts on lightsabers having weight? Oh, my God, it's important. <laughs> yeah, because I watched this guy go, lightsabers have weight because you can't attack if it's all just the thing in your hand. Like, yeah. you can't do the, the attacks that you see. The, that light has weight. Because yes. if they didn't, people would just go like this. And he was doing like a little quick flashlight right. kid maneuver thing. Just a little smack attack like a pool noodle. And I was like, I guess I never thought about that. Yeah, like, man. Star Wars gets deep <laughs> they had some uh so we got a lightsaber when we went to um fucking disney world this last year and it's nice i mean the hilt is really sweet you can you yeah. can hold it with two hands it's got some it's got heft like it's a murder weapon the blade very cheesy <laughs> it lights yeah. up like segment by segment very slow and the noises are delayed when you like do the motions yeah um but uh, so at the convention, there were some people selling their own lightsabers and they were actually pretty cool. Like they were they were nice and hefty. They weren't as weighty as the Disney blades, but okay. the actual blade part of it was higher quality. Not as high as I've seen some on TikTok and on the Internet. Like, dude, there's some people, on TikTok I want so bad. I know. Like, it's so cool. They had a double bladed one that I really wanted to buy, like a Darth Ooh. Maul style one. I was like, oh, fuck. But I didn't. Um, 
but Darth Maul was actually at the convention. Yeah. Sam Witwer was there. Did you at least, like, see him from afar? So, I... <laughs> we got the the flyer in the mail. It was like, Sam Witwer's gonna be there. And I was like, holy shit. I start, I start sweating when I see the man's photograph. Because, oh, oh my god. god. But anyway. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, well, that's my other podcast. <laughs> there was uh, pricing on the back of the flyer, and it's like you can pay forty bucks to get in line for the autographs, like first. Okay. So you like you go the short line, and it was an additional sixty bucks to actually get an autograph. So I was like, man, it's like a hundred bucks because. So wait, forty bucks to look at him. Well, forty bucks, sixty <laughs> for the autograph. Forty bucks to skip the line. To get an autograph. Oh, okay. And then when you get up to the autograph, you have to pay the $60 there. Okay. And then in addition, I think it was like 40 bucks for a photo. But if you wanted to get autograph and photo, it was 100 bucks total. But whatever. Okay. But anyway, so we were walking around the convention. It was like time to leave. And I was like, okay, let's go. And then as we're walking down the hall, like Sam was just like sitting at the table out there. I thought that they had the autograph people tucked away in like places you can't see them but he I mean, was no, just, they're just there they were just, he was just sitting out there and, and i was i just started getting, just like, like hot walk by and like brush his hair as god if by. only no so i was i was waiting for richard to come out of the bathroom before we left and uh he comes out and he sees me like standing there hyperventilating and he's like what's wrong and i was like darth maul's right over there <laughs> he's right there <laughs> which is like oh my god did you want an autograph it's like no absolutely not i'll throw up and because uh, i i don't know if you know this about me but i can't meet famous people i cannot I, like i get ill for some reason like i see a famous person that i a famous person that i like and okay. and i lose my mind a little bit like i i've only ever met one and it's Kari Lettinen. He's my favorite goalie from the stars. Okay. And I had him sign something for me and I started crying. And then he okay. stood up and hugged me and I started crying more. <laughs> so my God. Okay. That's my, that's my general experience when meeting famous people. But anyway, so I'm standing there staring afar, like a real creeper at Sam Witwer, just being like, Oh my God, he's right there. Okay. And Richard was like, you should get an autograph. And I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> so it's like, please let's leave. And he was like, no, I think we should get in line. And he talked me into it. I was like, okay, fine. We'll get in line. Okay. And oh, then, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> and then we... <laughs> okay. So the line is not even that long. It's like 20 people long. Yeah. Okay. And it's not even like the fast pass line. It's just the regular ass line. And the guy that's standing guard there, I was like, how long is the line supposed to be? Like, are we in the right line? He's like, well, yeah. it was super long this morning because we were there in the afternoon. And apparently in the morning, the line was like out the building and around the building. Yeah. And that's the fast pass line. I was like, thank oh my God. God. I, I would be so pissed if I paid 40 bucks and I still waited in line for like two hours to get an autograph. I'd be angry. Yeah, I know. So we were in line maybe half an hour and we're like getting close to the front. And then the guy comes around. And he's like, remember, it's 60 bucks if you want an autograph and it's 100 bucks or whatever. I think it was 80 bucks, actually, if you want an autograph and a photo. Yeah, and, like a little 20 buck off. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, and remember, it's cash only. And I was like, oh, my God, we don't have cash. <laughs> and he was okay. like, don't worry. There's an ATM down this way and one over this way. And so we're like close to the front of the line. Like I'm within, you know, s yeah. sniffing distance of Sam Whitworth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, Richard's like, I'll, I'll go get cash out of the ATM. Don't worry. And so he like sprints down to go get it. And the line is continuing to move. And... 
I can't see my husband. I'm like, where is he? It's been a long time. And I'm like close to next in line. And I turn to the guy okay. behind me and I'm like, I think my husband is wrestling an ATM machine. Can, you can get in front of me. And so I let him go. Okay. And I'm still waiting. And Richard runs back and he's like, the ATM's out of money. And I'm like, fuck. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> so the guy's like, no, there's another ATM around the corner. And so Richard like fucking sprints off to that one. And that one's fine. And he comes back with the money. And I'm like, okay, cool. But by this time, my nerves are so bad that I'm like, literally, my stomach is going to drop out of my ass or coming out of my mouth. I'm like, I don't know okay. what's happening. So we get to the front of the line and the lady's like, okay, do you want uh, the photo and the autograph or just the autograph? And I was like, please, just the autograph. Because if I get a picture, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to be in the line. <laughs> I was like, if I get a picture, I will throw up on him. And she was like, well, I mean, you could try. You could try. I was like, no, no, ma'am. What I wanted to say was like, how much for him to fucking spit on me? But I didn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> Sam Whitmore, dude. I have, have you looked at this man? I, yes, I know who he is. I don't <sighs> have to see him. Have you looked at him? I'm going to oh do just another God. Google search so I can look at him some more because, oh my God, I can't with him. Like he looks, he, he's got like so, a perfectly chiseled face, chiseled, chiseled face. <laughs> perfectly tussled hair like he just looks like he crawled out of a comic book i don't know like he he makes a black t-shirt look like it was made because of him he's got fucking pectorals okay, i think i'm dude. watching the same one watching the same one i'm looking at the same one <laughs> yeah he's real small ah he's pouting here look at his little face oh my god hang on <sighs> i'm getting hot actually let me take off this sweatshirt jesus Oh, my God. Like, okay, so you're making me rethink advising you to play Days Gone for your next zombie <laughs> game because the lead character is just him. I know. I, I didn't mean, realize that until I was at the front of the table because they were selling prints that you could have him sign. So they had, like, yeah. uh, they had a fucking Days Gone thing there. And I was like, oh, shit, isn't Days Gone? Now I'm going to play that. <laughs> I told you that. But, I know. But I don't think you can because it's just him. Like, like is it just... Look, him look him? at this photo go to the general oh my god tab. oh like fuck. it's just him it's just him like every game he's in they use his face because as you said he's perfectly you? chiseled jesus christ who made him I mean, i'm that i'm angry he makes me mad <laughs> who made him <laughs> like i would pay that's kind of why robert i would pay him money to disrespect me <laughs> i I hate the way this man looks. I mean, then I really don't think you can handle him in The Force Unleashed because he's a Jedi <laughs> and it's him again. Oh like, it's every game the man's in. They just go, you're good enough. We don't need to model that face. Yeah. Oh, my God. So as we're in line, the line is moving slower than I expected it to because he's like actively engaging in conversation with everybody. And I was like... Because he's kind of a cool dude. He's kind of a cool dude. (laughs) I was starting to freak out because I was like, now I have to prepare a conversation. (sighs) But um, he was like... I mean, it sounds like you have plenty to say to him. It's just not appropriate. (laughs) That's the thing. Like, I have to be a human being in front of this man. And that's not happening. And I think Richard just thinks that I like him because he's Darth Maul. But like, look at the man. No, you like (laughs) carnally like him. (laughs) 
sorry, Sam Whitmer. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Um, <sighs> no. So he's like talking to everybody. People are like handing him lightsabers that they bought, and he's fucking spinning them around and like standing up and doing shit with them. I was okay. like, God damn it, he's so fucking cool. <laughs> and so I get to the front of the line, and. Uh, Richard walks up to the table first and he's like, my wife is very nervous because at this point I was very nervous. I was on the verge of tears and um, I have to close these. I have to close these windows that I have open of Sam Whitmer because my God. Okay. okay. Um, so I'm at the front of the line. I've purchased my, my little Darth Maul picture. <laughs> and okay. So. Oh, good photo. Yeah, okay. it is a good photo. So he, he wrote it on, he wrote on here for me. It says to yeah, Kelsey. What's it say? Um, I requested, so he he was writing his little two part because it's like, do you want to personalize it? What's your name? And I'm like, yes, it's Kelsey. And he writes it down. And I was like, can you, could I have you write my favorite Darth Maul quote? And he's like, is it Kenobi? Oh my God. <laughs> I like, okay. Well, I mean, that's classic, but, but no, I, I, I have a different favorite one. Um, so I told him my favorite quote. I forgot it actually. And I looked at Richard and I was like, I've forgotten everything about Star Wars. And <laughs> started to <laughs> lose consciousness <laughs> that I Jesus Christ that okay. I remembered um my favorite Darth Maul quote is the chains are the easy part okay and he says that when he is so he, remember in Clone Wars when he's like fucking half spider and he's yeah crazy and shit and he's babbling about chains so he says uh the chains are the easy part it's what's in here that's hard and he points to his head yeah, I love that because it echoes the, um, you know, the the dark side. What do you call it? The the Sith code. Oh yeah, through through victory, my chains are broken or whatever. Yeah. So I asked him to write that, and he's like, "Oh, do you know what that means?" And I was like, "Kind of." So like, <laughs> I was like, you know, it's, it's Sith code. It's like the Sith brain. code, and it's about like the head. And he's like, "Yeah, but like, do you know the deeper meaning?" And I was like. And he goes, okay, I want you to go to Clone Wars and rewatch the Mortis arc, which is the one where you go to where uh, Anakin goes to that planet and there's that like bizarre father and son and daughter situation where the daughter is the embodiment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he also plays the son in that. Okay. And I didn't know that. And he's like, I play another character and you should listen to the quotes that that character says. And I was like, oh my God, Sam Whitmer's giving me homework. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so I I didn't rewatch it, but I did look it up and I saw an interview with Sam Whitmer where he was talking about how um that character he was concerned when he went to play that character because he thought it would be too similar to his Star Killer character. Okay. And Dave Filoni was like, Well that's fine because they're both dark side users and there's echoes of the dark side in both of them. Okay. And Sam Whitmer was like, echoes of the dark side. I'm going to take that shit and I'm going to run with it. And he started putting in just like random ad libs of other dark side users into whatever the sun says. Okay. So the sun also has the quote, the chains are the easy part. And he says it over and over again. And so it's just like a, a dark side connection between him and Maul. And there's other lines from like okay. Palpatine and other famous Siths in there. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Sam Whitmer's a real Star Wars nerd, dude. Like he is, dude. He loves Star Wars. And he embodies like, the characters that he plays. He was just a really chill guy. And he was yeah. a lot of fun to meet. And I want him to use me like a couch. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is hands down the dirtiest episode i think we've ever had man. <laughs> so sorry 
I'm going to stop talking about Sam Witwer now, and I'm going to take a sip of water. <laughs> okay. Cool Cool down. Go take a cold shower. I love you, Sam Witwer. I'm sorry. I'm so weird. <laughs> He's probably like, that's the nicest things I've heard. I've heard worse. <laughs> well, that's awesome, though. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you did it, though. Yeah, I'm thrilled to you did tell me bits that I have this. Yeah, you did tell me that you weren't going to do any of that. Yeah. Went, so I'm glad Richard talked you into it. Me too. Even if it, you know, took a couple years off your life from the stress. <laughs> or I don't have anything like that. I'm trying to think if I would do that for a celebrity. Because, like, I've met a couple people. But I was always like, meh. What would you do if you met Emma Stone? Well, that's, okay. That's, like, the same level as that for you, then. Yeah. But, like, I gotta be respectful. I mean, she's, like, married and having a kid. Like, Really? Yeah, I can't be saying shit like that to her. Oh, shit. I wonder if Sam Weber's married. Sam Weber, I'm available. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> if you want to do a throuple, I don't know. Oh, my God. You're looking him up right now again. I mean, I don't see him with a person, so. God. He is not with person because he is with Star Wars. Yeah, he's married to like, Star Wars. He really is. <laughs> okay. Anyway, quick update from... I think it was the last show. I talked about the HDMI cable that I got. Yes. It's going to fix all my problems. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't fix anything. Fuck. I was nope. really rooting for you. I know. I had Taylor like test out a game and do stuff. And she finally was playing Tomb Raider and just goes like from from the room. She was like, hey, come here. So I walk in there and she goes, watch. And like was looking at a big like swirling thing of fire on the screen. And then like yeah. she turned the camera around. She was like, huh? Turns back to the fire. You hear, you hear all the stuff. Oh. She turned around and it was gone. And I was like, so the cable doesn't fucking work. Damn. Thanks. <laughs> so it doesn't work. It's, it's just my older technology, I think. That sucks. But I like the cable I got. It's all braided and nice. So that's good. I hate the PlayStation one because like, I guess the plug, the butt part of it uh -huh. is like two inches long. So, like, when you stick it into something, it sticks out this far instead of just, like, something like this, you know? Okay. I hate that. So, this is, like, a nicer cable. I'm just going to run with it and say that it's better, even though it's the same. But I think we're mainly here at the end of this top half to go over initial God of War stuff because I came yes. out and I've been playing it already. Yes. So, I have to tell you about a problem I had with GameStop first. Please don't tell me they've delayed your God of War experience. Well, I don't have that controller yet. Really? And it hadn't even shipped. Oh. And I looked at it today Those because it buggers. said that they um, that they didn't even have stock yet. That lady told you. She was like, we usually ship same day. Yeah. Or she like, it'll get there like that day or something. She lied. Yeah. So I'm looking at my orders right now and it is prepping for shipment and it's two days late now. And it hadn't even shipped yet. Mm. So I probably won't be playing this game at all with this controller. <laughs> Man, that fucking sucks. But that's not the error. That's that's what's happening now. So it's like two days before the controller's supposed to ship. I paid for it in the store, right? Yeah. But the address was wrong and the billing address was wrong. So the ship to and billing fucked up. So I corrected both of them, right? But when I corrected the billing address it made me put my card in so i was like they're gonna charge me for this controller yeah a second time like watch th that's gonna fucking happen it fucking happened of course god damn it GameStop. so i call customer service or whatever and i was like yeah i paid for it in the store but then the 
the dresses were all messed up, so I put my card in and it charged that today. And he goes, I already know what I already know what the problem is, <laughs> but let me double check for you and we'll get into it. Okay. So basically, just so you people know, when you do an in-store online order like that, like a pre-order, it goes into the system as a gift card when you when you pay in the store like that. Okay. And then when the time comes, it draws from that digital gift card. That's weird. But what happened was it's sitting in my digital gift card. Then I put my card in there. So it charged my card and then rejected the digital gift card. So I have $80 swirling in the cloud (laughs) somewhere. And I have to go to a GameStop. I have to go to a physical location and make the manager call customer service again and then send the money to a physical gift card in the store. What the fuck? Are you going to be able like, to get like... That's just the way it goes, my dude. Are you going to be able to get the money back on your card? Or is it going to be on you have a gift card now? No, I have a gift card. That's and they can so cash it out and give me fucking change. What? But I don't want that. No. Like, I'll just keep a fucking gift card and buy a game later or some shit. That's annoying. But yeah. So basically... I bought a $80 gift card that I haven't gotten yet, <laughs> per se. So dumb. Which is fucking dumb. So anyway, that was going to take a, a fucking while, so I just didn't bother with it the day that I went to get the game. Yeah. Because I went when they opened at 11, right? Yeah. To get my final receipt to pick it up at 11 p.m. I go up there. Oh, we actually open at noon. Sorry about it. And I was like, okay. So then I went home. And then I went back at noon and I walk in there and go, I'm here for my final receipt. And they go, we don't hand those out till 3 p.m. Oh, my God. And I was like, OK, I'll just do it after work. <laughs> so I came back after work. I got my final receipt and Ismail's already happy. It's not like it has to be a problem. <laughs> but I said, I'm picking up mine and one for a friend. So I have a different phone number. Uh-huh. And then I give the other phone number And the dude calls the manager over and goes, I mean, he told me that it was for a different person, but like, it's not this guy. So like, we can't give this to him. Right. But it's like, I wasn't going to get Ismail's game. Oh my God. (laughs) But it's the manager that let me pre-order it for him in the first place. And he said, I did the pre-order for this man. Give him his friend's fucking game. (laughs) And he was painted up like Kratos and shit. Amazing. Give this man his fucking game. (laughs) So he prints out the two receipts and I have Ismail's copy and all that kind of shit. Excellent. So then I go up there to get it and they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing a raffle. You want a ticket? And I was like, yeah, OK, so get a ticket. Go home. That that was at like 530. Go home. Sit around till whatever. And he's like, well, you got to be back by 1030. It's when we draw for the raffle. So we're like, OK. So I told Taylor, we got to be there at 1030. We got there at like 1020. Standing around. People at midnight releases are so afraid to interact with other people so it's just like pockets of people just like standing there like a middle school dance looking at each other shoe gazing yeah they just stand there and i went in the gold fucking ragnarok <laughs> logo thing that you've been wearing for six days or so so i thought people would be more cool and like nobody talks to nobody so it's like all right Man. let's just stand here right sure and they go okay we got three raffle items it's two lanyards that sony sent over 
And he goes, and I'm the manager, and they gave enough for my people in the store. We have four people, but I took two of them to give them to you guys. So I <laughs> fucked over my employees. Oh, my God. Which was kind of funny. And then he's like, and then Sony sent over some, like, cloth tapestry thing or cool. something. And he was like, you know, that's, like, from Sony to GameStop for marketing stuff only. So it's not like <gasps> these are available as things, right? That's amazing. And I was like, that's cool. Like, why not, you know? So they do all the raffle shit, and uh, the first guy, he draws his, and he was like, man, so I don't get to pick, like, I get the lanyard? Because he's like, yeah, I'm I'm drawing two lanyards, and then for the thing. Yeah. Like, this this isn't pick and choose what you want. Right. We're doing them in this order. So the guy was pissed, because he was like, man, I wanted the fucking, I wanted the cloth thing, man. Yeah. He's like super mad, right? So do that lanyard, do that lanyard, and then... The girl that pre-ordered the controller for me and the game for me and Ismail, right? Uh-huh. We get up to that one, and she's like, I want to draw that one. So she, like, made a point, like, I'm drawing the big cloth map thing. Yeah. And so they get up there, and they draw the cloth thing, and... Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. That's so cool! <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking won the Sony promotional art thing. That's amazing! <laughs> It's fucking giant. It's so, so big. Did you burst into tears? No, I just stood there <laughs> and he's like, one, five, zero. And I was just like, that's fucking me, dude. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> like, that's what I said. I go, that's fucking me. And they go, well, come get it. And that guy that wanted it was just like, he stared me down the whole fucking night, man. Glad he didn't jump He you. was pissed. Like, he eyeballed me the whole time. So oh. then they made me take a photo or something. Nice. He was like, and he's in the fucking shirt. Wow. <laughs> Everybody was all excited, and it was a good time. Nice. I'm so happy so, for you. Like, what are the fucking odds that I would win it? And I literally think, I think they rigged it for me to win it. Because Why? I've been there so many times oh my God. to do God of War shit, and... The girl that helped me out, the manager that helped me out, made a point to change who was drawing the shit for that one item. She has a crush on you. It seems suspect, man. (laughs) I don't know, because I'm not that lucky. It can't be luck. That has to be an intervention thing. It's got to be conspiracy. Yeah, somebody intervened for me to walk away with this thing. What material is that made of? It's almost like a satin, maybe. It looks nice. Yeah, it's like shiny. Shiny, silky. It's weird. So I get that thing, and then we get the games, and me and Taylor have to pick them up. So I was like, you get Ismail's. I'll grab mine. Uh, Taylor's having a hard time lugging that thing back to the fucking, to the car, man. <laughs> so here's here's Ismail's. It's show and tell time on Yimto, but I love this. That's big. That's like, beefy. Like, this is me. It's yeah. huge. That's It's like two feet tall. It's... So big, and it is so heavy. It's so monstrously heavy. Once you get the hammer out, it's it's a lot better. (laughs) It's microphone sticking a beating. My God, that is large. This is like the thing. That's big. It has a lid on top with like a tray of stuff. You pull that tray out for more items. Then you open the front the big hammer inside and then the record is hidden in one of the panels on the side oh my god so there's so much shit it's just so much shit in this thing i can't even like floor to ceiling shit 
I can't even like go into all of it because it would be too much to show all of it. But there's just all artwork in here. It's just yeah. stuff. But there's no oh. game. Remember? Oh right. You don't get you don't get a disc. That's so weird. Did they give you a, a steel book for it still? Yeah, you get a but you get a steel book. But yeah, but there's no game in it. Did you get the dice or the dice in there? Did you take them out? The dice are in here. <sighs> hang on, hang on. I want to see them. I need the my box. My box farts every time. <laughs> okay. Ismail's is very quiet, <laughs> but Ismail mine has a polite box. <laughs> yeah, mine's mine's gassy. <laughs> okay, so that's your bag. That's a nice a little, little bag. bag. And I expected the dice to be more plastic, I guess. Uh huh. But they're they're hefty. It's definitely mm-hmm. not resin. Let's get some like click clack ASMR going on. I mean, here, hang on. Okay, you ready? Click the clacks. I love that. Okay, so we've got these guys right here. I'll give you, of course, you know the D twenty. Oh yeah. I know that's what that's what you like. That's noise. I think the paint's a little funky, but I think it's because they're supposed to look worn and beaten. Yeah. But I mean, they're heavy dice. Are they metal? No, they're not metal. I mean, I guess it could be resin with like some finish stuff on it. Maybe like enamel. But it's. Maybe an enamel, yeah. I'll definitely bring him to the next mom night because I have Fuck to bring yeah. Ismail his game yes. anyway. So, I mean, everybody will see all this stuff. Uh, you get little figures in it, little like wooden car figures. So cute! I love those. Like, there's too much stuff. Taylor's like, "What are you gonna do with this box? <laughs> Sleep with it every night?" It's like, I don't fucking know, but it's kind of too nice to get rid of. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you get a steel book. That's very nice. It's nice. Get the but, bear and the wolf. You know, totally if, uh, empty. empty. They give me space for two desks just in case. Yeah, I know. Because, I mean, it <laughs> comes with two discs normally. <laughs> but I have a digital. So now it's like, what am I going to do with that? Yeah. Like, what's the point? Yeah, you pull the top out. God, that is like stacked just... full of stuff. Yeah. Then there's like, so the cool pins. Jose would love these because they're like heavy metal oh. like, pins that you can like put on your backpack and shit. Yes. All that kind of stuff. They give you a legit, like, metal ring. Cool. Like, like, there's a ring in here. Does it fit you? It's, no. But there is some stuff to make it fit me. Okay. But, like, it's... It comes with, like, a ring sizing kit. It's, like, oh. legit metal, though. That's like, nice. Like, it's, it is metal. Dang. This is a heavy ring. You're married to Kratos now. I sure am. It's apparently, like, some actual real Norse thing. It's the... The drop near ring. If somebody knows Norse mythology, they know exactly what that is. Okay. Apparently, that's a big deal. That's like legit shit. I don't know what that means. Hmm. But, uh, excuse me, everybody. Oh, doesn't fart going back on. <laughs> and then the record's in here somewhere, but it's a little seven inch one. It's not like it's a big deal. Ah. Uh. And I haven't opened it yet. But I know the only thing you really cared about, the one thing you super were into was. The hammer. The Mjolnir. That thing is cool. <laughs> it is detailed. Yeah, it is like carved. And heavy. It looks weighty. I'm going to amend what I told you earlier. I'm going to go about three pounds. Three pounds? Like, it's it's hefty. Yeah, it looks like you could hit somebody with it. <laughs> I am not going to, though, because I'm scared <laughs> I'm going to break this thing. Yeah. But... I did kind of like get sad when I saw it because the 
the dwarves that make the axe that Kratos has, mm -hmm. they made this, and so that's their brand. So basically, oh, that's cool. Yeah, but that means every time Thor does something bad, they're attached to it. Oh no, <laughs> for all time. And I was like, well, I I hate this now. This makes me cry. It does look game accurate though. Like it's very cool. Oh yeah, it is super precise. Very good shit. So I haven't played it as much as I would like to say that I have, but. It's good. I mean, it's a different vibe. It's This is definitely like a blockbuster movie kind of thing. Okay. Whereas the first one is, to me, the first one's like an art, art house movie. Like, it's more about the interpersonal moments. It's not about the big flashy stuff most of the time. Yeah. You get the big flashy, but this one is like pure big flash. There's a couple like character things so far, but I know it's going to ramp up and it might be better than i feel but like i still like that first one more okay. like hands down i love the first one more atreus has grown up and more of a little punk <laughs> he sucks man <laughs> he'd be defying people all the time taylor's cried like three times oh my god <laughs> uh i probably cried twice already dude the game okay this is not a huge spoiler but like all these reviewer people said like i cried in the first 10 minutes you want to know why because it's so pretty no, it's Atreus holding his dog as it dies. What the fuck? Why? Like, he comes home to his aging dog, uh. and it has basically, it's been sick for a while. Oh, no. And so he comes home, and it's kind of been, like, waiting for him to come home to do it. <sighs> and he's like, no, you got to eat. Look, look, he's still eating. It's fine. It's fine. And Kratos is like, you need you need to prepare yourself. Like, oh my God, like you need to face what's happening. I hate that. And then he like consoles his dog as his dog passes. Horrible. It's awful. I would have <laughs> quit immediately. Bad. That's like five minutes in probably. Fuck, I mean, it's dude, so they pulled early. up with you on that. Like that sucks. Oh. <laughs> like it's hardcore. And then Taylor's Taylor's kind of like you where like love for love kind of fucks her up, you know? Yeah. So, do you remember in the first game, uh, Kratos went into the light and, like, kind of saw his dead wife? But, yeah. But, like, he didn't really see anything, you know? Uh-huh. You go back to that place, and he's just, like, standing there at the light, like, thinking about going in there. Oh. And his, and, and his kid's like, she's not really in there. Like, you need to leave. And he is like, a really hard time walking away from it. Mm. And, like, he kind of cried a little bit, maybe. A single manly tear. And Taylor was like, he loved her. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I know. Shut up. And then, like, my lip quivers quietly <laughs> over here, you know. It is pretty rad so far. It's a very pretty game. It is definitely not a PS5 game. No? Like, that's a PS4 game for sure. Just kind of dolled up to look like a PS5 one. Oh. They wanted to make sure if you had an original PS4, this game would work good. So it's made to run good on that. I'm surprised. So if you have something more powerful... You get, like, a couple of niceties, but, like, if you look at them side by side, it's basically the same. Huh. They really don't take use of the SSD that's in it to do a lot of fast loading stuff. That doesn't happen. I'm That like, genuinely shocks me with, with Sony's, like, strategy of only the new consoles get the new content. I'm appalled, kind of, that they are taking this huge flagship game that's been in development for so long being, like, yeah. it's not going to be as good as it could be. Yeah, because I've actually heard people being like, Horizon Forbidden West is like 
leagues more of a next generation title than this one. Wow. Oh, and I totally feel that. Like, I see that 100%. Still good, though. I'm enjoying my time. And as soon as we're done here, I will be playing it into the wee hours of the morning. Because it's good. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know that it's good yet. I'm still just like, what is going to fucking happen? Yeah. Like, I gotta know what's going to happen. <laughs> because nothing has happened. And I'm like 10 hours in. So you've had the game for like three days. And you've only played 10 hours. Yeah. I'm shocked. That's that's life. Oh. It's the way life goes, man. I hope you can finish it this weekend. Well, I mean, I think you're I think everyone's going to learn why I've had a little bit of downtime from it when we come back from this ad break. Let's do it. Hey, I'm Mike and I'm Jason and we're the hosts of the Threads podcast Life Unfiltered. And we are on a mission to rid the world of Facebook fake Instagram ickies and Twitter takes. And we do this through unfiltered dialogue about faith, mental health, and uncomfortable conversations. And sometimes we talk about really deep and serious topics. And sometimes we talk about stupid stuff and make jokes and talk about our lifelong goal of being great at fitness. But no matter what, we are unfiltered as we talk. So we hope that you join us on the journey. Have you heard of That Cartoon Podcast? Join us while we deep dive on some artistic wonders and even a few blunders. In our second season, we take you through the shows that made all us 90 kids who we are. From Angry Beavers and Rocco's Modern Life to Samurai Jack and the Powerpuff Girls, we've got you covered. You can listen every other Friday on your favorite podcast app. Find us at That Cartoon Podcast. We haven't dedicated a show to Aaron Carter yet. No, we haven't. And... I'm sad about it. I'm still fucked up about that. Because I've learned... I, I, I just said to Taylor, I just said, like, what does it show that, like, the celebrity death that's fucked us up the most in, like, the past few years has been Aaron Carter? But the thing is, like, he's so our age. Like, he's right there. Yeah, he's, like, barely older than me. Yeah. Yeah, because he was 34. Yeah, that sucks. But so I found that out. And I was very sad. And then right after that, the Backstreet Boys are touring right now. Yeah. So they took a moment to just do a fucking eulogy for him during the show. And Nick's Aww. just in the back bawling. My God. While like one guy does the eulogy kind of for him, you know? That sucks. And I was like, what a... This is just bad. Yeah. Are you ready for it to get worse, my no, man? No, I'm not. <laughs> He said, the worst moment I ever had was when I did MTV Cribs. So he did an episode of Cribs showing off his home and all that yeah. cool stuff, right? He said, that's the day I found out my parents were getting a divorce. Aww. And so they told me that morning, we're getting a divorce, but you still need to do the show for the money. Fuck. <laughs> so he said, so I did that show showing off my house and all of my cool possessions that I was going to lose in that divorce right after I was done with that show. So basically, it's saying, like, this is my house. Come look at my stuff. And then, like, look at this cool thing I have. But knowing it's not going to be there as soon as that camera crew's gone. If y'all enjoyed that bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the full bonus episode. And I highly recommend that you do by going over to patreon.com backslash YMBTOAP and signing up there to be a patron. The patrons are our favorite part of the podcast because the patrons give us the will to move on, the will to go forward, the will to do our best. They give us love. We give it right back to them. 
If you want to be the ultimate supporter beyond the Patreon, you can get yourself some Yemtope gear over at the Yemtope Apparel store. We got lots of good stuff out there. We got coffee mugs. We got tote bags. We got sweaters. We mm-hmm, got tank tops. Mm-hmm. If for some reason you're really hot right now, can't imagine why you would be. Maybe you're in Australia. Uh, the link to that shop is in the show notes where it lives always. And thank you, of course, to all of our supporters, monetarily, listenerily, anywherely. We love you. Now let's get you back to that regularly scheduled content. I have also played some video games. Okay. So we've been playing, I think I mentioned this before on the show, we've been playing Danganronpa 3. Yes. We've been playing through the whole series and 3 finally hit Xbox Game Pass. We were like, let's do that one again. And I remembered when we first did it, I hated the ending a lot. (laughs) I did not like it. And I was kind of like preparing myself for it this time. I was like, okay, I remember the ending sucked. So I'm going to go in with like knowing that the ending sucks and I'll be fine. And the ending came and I was like, this is better than I remember it being actually. <laughs> okay. Cause the ending does this, like, I don't want to spoil it for you because I know that you do want to play these games and this one works really well. I think. Okay. If you don't know anything about it, but they do this like okay. major fourth wall break and the people that know, you know what they do. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know, if you know, you know, And I felt that it was so unsuccessful the first time around. I was like, I am not buying this at all. And it feels bad as a fan of the game that they're treating you like this. (laughs) But then, as I'm playing through it this time, the game is actively making fun of the people that feel that way. They're like... I was like, was it an expectation (laughs) thing at the time? And now that you know it, you're like, I can appreciate this. I think it kind of was. I think it was the, the game studio's way of being like... We've built up this hype because everyone was like, dang it, Rumpa 3, it's happening. It's finally happening. We're going to do it. It's going to be great. And everyone had really high expectations for it. And they did this like shtick of like the mono cubs that didn't really stick for me. And I didn't okay. get into those characters. And then the ending, you want it to be like, it's it's the trilogy. It's the final roundup of the entire series. Everything's going to come yeah. together and you're going to learn something. And it just like hits this weird point and does a whole script flip. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then okay. the the developers are like, suck it. Fucking suck it. <laughs> and that's how the game felt in the first place. I was like, the developers actually hate the fans. That feels bad. But the second time through, I can kind of see like the layer of separation. Like okay. the developers, I think, were saying to the fans that put all these expectations on them, like, you hyped it up so goddamn much. We can't do anything that's going to make y'all happy. <laughs> so have yeah, this. Yeah, we can't satisfy you. So Yeah. So you get this ending that we wrote. And if you don't like it, that's your fault. And that felt bad to receive. But now that I'm but separated from it. were you on it, the Rampa train, like hyping up three, waiting for it when it happened? I wasn't really like super, super into the series. Like I love I love the series. It's fun. It's great. It's one of my favorite series of all time. But I wasn't like, I wasn't in the sauce of it. I was going to say, like, were you there, like, when it dropped? Like, when did you play these? Did you play this when it came out? I believe I did, yeah. We bought this, like, okay. right away. Because this is 2017, yeah. Yeah. So we had played the first two just prior to it because they had, like, hyped them up because, you know, three is coming out. Let's hype one and two. So we played through one and two and we were really excited for three. And then that happened and we were like, oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. But playing through it this time, I was able to see a different layer to it. And I just want to say that if you're one of the fans that hated the ending to Danganronpa 3, give it another shot. 
It's on Game Pass still. You might have changed your mind, because I did. I think I might like that, because I think I'm going to look at it from Halo 3. People didn't really like that. Mass Effect 3, people did not like that. Hmm. Because I was like, when did Mass Effect 3 come out <laughs> compared to when this one came out? And Mass Effect 3 was t- 2012. Yeah. And if you remember, that ending was so bad that they did a petition to force the developer to change oh it. God. So they had to make a DLC to amend it. That's annoying. <laughs> I hate so that. So tell me, as a game writer that saw this go down in real life, you kind of wouldn't take a dig at those people five years yeah. later in your game. That kind of makes sense. And I I think I respect it. Yeah. I'm into it. Okay. You would like it. I'm into that. I want you to play Danganronpa because I think you I would like it. I have one or two on the PlayStation, man. I <laughs> have them. I just need to get into it, man. Yeah. I know that you don't, you're not super into visual novels, but it's only a visual novel for the purpose of investigating the crime. When you actually get into the courtroom stuff, you have to learn the game mechanics and like you have to yeah. build out your kit in a way that's convenient for you to get the trial <laughs> and to like yeah. finish it. So okay. there's action sequences and stuff in there. I think you'll like it a lot. Okay. But since we finished that, we've been playing a new game. Not a new game. New to us. It's called uh, Zero Time Dilemma. Okay. So this time last year, we were playing Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Reward, which is the sequel to another game. It was a trilogy of a series. So this is uh, the third one. The first one okay. is called Nine Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, just re- abbreviated to 999. Okay. And the only thing I want to talk about in this one is the fucking art style. So I'm going to share my screen. So I looked it up. It's very anime as every. Yeah. uh, (laughs) So if you'll look at my screen, I'm showing you 999 right now. Yeah. And the art style for this one was so like dynamic and anime and interesting. And like the characters all looked different and cool. They all have something special about them that you want to get to know who they are. Yeah. The sequel to it, Zero's Escape. It kind of took Ooh, away okay. a, a little bit of that. <laughs> you just get like this cell shaded, not as bad, interesting. Th- like 3D shit. Yeah. Yes. And the way the characters move mm-hmm. is like weird. I don't know. And so the, th- the third one, okay. I was like, man, I hope they make a, a return to that original art style. Okay. And somehow they made it worse. <laughs> no. Why? It's just these like blocky ass 3D people. They all and have the they exact. They can't make the same. Yep. It's the exact same face. All of them. Like the men have one face. The women have one face. And each of their faces. But only one has boobs. Only one has boobs. Um, But yeah, each of their faces like does not move. That is the expression that they have throughout the entire game. And it's. Oh, I hate that. Dude. It's so bad. And the animation is so angry, stiff and weird and awkward. And I'm like, okay, this so i'm hoping Mm. that the story can pull me through the story for the first two was really really great and this one being the third of the trilogy i'm really really hoping they stick the landing yeah but i don't know (laughs) Uh, the (laughs) gameplay for this one is a little bit different these games are weird because you play them linearly but they're they're a style again that you really don't like where you have to play every single ending oh okay so you're playing on like a, a decision tree. Let me see if I can find a picture of it. You have a decision tree and you're going through trying to figure out what is happening to all these people as you're going. 
but you had to play like as green team and you have to jump back to like when green team made this decision, what happened? And then you have to go to red team and figure out what happened with them when they made the other decision. Okay. And there's no way to progress the story unless you find out what happens if everyone makes every decision. Okay. So That's a lot. It's very intensive. A lot of reliving the same cutscenes over and over again, but yeah, at least you can fast forward. <laughs> Oh, well, that's good, because I know you've said there's games that you can't do that in. So Yeah, and that frustrates me. So at least they, okay. they have that mechanic. But yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that they really get the story right on this one. Yeah. But that's what I got going on in my gaming world right now. Okay. Well, back to my earlier comment. Uh-huh. The reason why I haven't been playing so much lately. Yes. So one, when we picked it up, we had to drive home, put in a digital code, download it, and then start playing, you know? Right. And then the next day, I had to go somewhere for the afternoon, and then all night was ruined. Why was the night ruined? Because I didn't have one episode of TV to watch. I had two episodes yes. of TV to watch. And so we were love is blinding it. My God. All of Wednesday evening. <sighs> So today has been the majority of God of War play. Now, I'm going to open it up right now. Okay. I fucking told you (laughs) this show lies exclusively about Alexa and Brennan. Yeah, for real. Twice they've done it. Yeah, there was because they have no. They have no drama, so they create drama in the sizzle reels, yes. so that you wonder, but then it doesn't pay off anywhere. I know. I kept waiting for it to go wrong, because they're having this, like, beautiful <clears throat> wedding day, and they they do separate interviews with them, and they're both like, yeah, I'm ready to get married. Like, let's do this. Let's make it happen. Yeah. And then they walk up to the altar, and they say these sweet vows. They fucking stomp on the glass, and they do the mazel tov, and they lift the chairs, and it's just... They get married. Life is good. It's beautiful and wonderful. And they actually do seem really good for each other. Yeah, like, they do. They do seem good for each other. I'm I'm happy that they got married and said yes. Me too. There's one thing, though. <laughs> okay. Does it bother you that Alexa continually refers to herself in the third person as she? Yes, I think about it all the time. She's getting married. She looks good. Yeah. <sighs> That's weird, dude. It's fucking strange. <laughs> and That's pretty weird. They Okay, so she kind of addressed a little bit of what I wanted to complain about because I had like a list of complaints that I was going to come into the show, but they had oh the God, reunion okay. show afterward where she explained a little bit of it. And I was, what I wanted to say was that she never shows emotion. Like she is the, she's the most removed from her own emotions that I've, I, I would, I would expect her to at least be a little, show a little emotion on her wedding day. She even said when she was getting her makeup done, she's like, yeah. I'm going to show so much emotion today. I'm going to break out of my Botox. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And, and she, she didn't. didn't. <laughs> she yeah. just, they got married and she was like, cool, babe. We're married. We're married, babe. Look at her. She's married. Yep. That was it. That was it. And I was like, <laughs> can you smile? Can you like kiss your husband a little? <laughs> no, the Botox is there, man. God. She can't. Yeah. But then in the reunion, she was like, I have a tendency. Like I came on the show not expecting to find love. But then the shakshuka thing happened. And I was like, ah. Yeah. And she said she planned to just come in, like, make some sarcastic comments, get some screen time, get a paycheck and go home. Yeah. And then she fell in love and she was surprised by that. And she tends to remove herself emotionally from things. She copes with humor. She copes with sarcasm. So I think that's what she may have been doing. I don't know. 
not to emotionally analyze a stranger on the TV, but yeah, <laughs> that's what reality TV is all about, right? Pretty much. All right. I guess let's hit the beginning because, I mean, we got left on a cliffhanger. Let's just yes. get them out of the fucking way. My God. I mean, surprised, but not so surprised because I really thought the gifts made a difference. Uh-huh. But they sure fucking didn't, man. Nope. Bartice so is Bartice still a piece of shit. Did say no. Of course he did. The last second, and I'm, Nancy had already said yes. I'm mad that Nancy said yes to him because she deserves so much better. That's all we kept saying. Taylor's sitting there like, "You deserve everything, Nancy." <laughs> I mean, Nancy's best girl, dude. Hands yes, down, she's, Nancy's best girl. She's so wonderful. That's all there is to it. Best girl. She's phenomenal. Heart of gold. Man, I thought her little brother. Ooh. was gonna fuck him up <laughs> i thought so too i was i thought there was gonna be a fight and i thought the mom was gonna get in on it i mean she straight up said in that like uh sitting with the family thing she was like you say no to my little girl like i'll fuck you <laughs> yes i mean i'm nice <laughs> i i am nice i am fucking nice <laughs> if i want to be and yeah. i was like that's scary yeah she was she was upset i mean reasonably yeah. so it's her only daughter and it's her wedding day you want it to go right well dude i'm with the little brother kind of where he's like i mean i'm not so like into my time like that where i see it because you know his like whole thing was like why did you bring us here why did you even make us show up here for you to do that yeah i think i think the way he like i get it, it i think the way that he was trying to say it was like why would you go through the whole rigmarole of having this wedding like, I think Netflix probably contracts you. Like, you have to at least walk to the altar, even if you're going to say no. But, like, I get it. He he doesn't want the whole production and the whole, like, let's yeah. bring the family here together and have all these speeches and formality. And he's just going to say no. And then the whole thing was for nothing. Like, why bother? <laughs> Nancy hit it for me. It's Nancy for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because she was straight up like... I wouldn't have a problem if you just said no, but why the fuck send me a shot saying, let's do this thing. We're yes. good. Minutes before I'm still in that shot and that moment. And then you just come up here and say no. Yeah. Like I'm 100% with her. Like why even say it? And fucking props to my girl, Nancy. She Nancy. was like, no, we are done, dude. Yeah. And she fucking kept that promise. Why? I love Nancy. Nancy deserves everything. I love Nancy. She's the best. God. God, she's the best, dude. (laughs) Fucking bet. Like, she is one of the most sane people on the show, I think. Yes. And they... So, (sighs) in the reunion show, they applauded them for having, like, the brave conversation about abortion and stuff. And Vartis rubbed me the wrong way again because he's like, most people are having these conversations, like, in the comfort of their own home. We had to do it in front of people. And, like... Yeah, well, you did. You kind of signed on yeah. for that kind of stuff. Anyway, the way you conducted yourself in that conversation, not so becoming of you, sir. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He did not feel sorry no. by the end. He had no grace about the whole thing. Like, he no. he was still, like, stuck in his ways. You could see it in his face at the reunion. He still had the same mm-hmm. expression he had on at the wedding where he's just like, I'm here. This is me. Yep. Fucking deal with it. And then there was the whole, like, well, he had a girl. He got himself a raven, like, yes, three a days later. Woman. Mm-hmm. And three he's days like, later. Well, I was drinking on a boat on the 4th of July, and it's, well, it's my sex life. It's no business of yours. And, like, I guess, sure. But That's like, fair. 
But the point is, you did... We didn't ask... Well, that even got said. He goes, well, you guys are trying to pry into my sex life. And she's like, no, I'm not. All I said was, you had a girl with you. Yeah. Days later, if I had just gone through something like this, I wouldn't be with another person that fast. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, you're trying to get into... You're trying to use my celebrity this and all that stupid... Oh, whatever, dude. People cope in different ways, I guess, but like... You just Which got... he even said, like, I'm coping. Yeah, I'm coping. I'm coping. Maybe it's not healthy, but I'm doing it. Fuck off. So, I don't know that I have anything else about those two, man. No, just I just I fucking Nancy's hate the best. And I, I'm glad that and he... I, and I loved him, too, dude. I fucking I loved him. In the pods, until... he, like, had this sweet side to him. Yes. You know when our first, like, red flag was? Hmm. And I mean, we already brought this up, but it's, but it was the weird comment though. All like, oh, a baby's going to pump you full of babies. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking gross. <laughs> that should have been like, like we shouldn't have overlooked that statement so quickly. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was probably the thing. So, but I guess let's go step back because I fucking, I, I'm so good, dude. I'm so fucking good, dude. <laughs> I told you why SK said no. I told you why SK said no. And yep. the union, he basically said, well, it's because I was going to California. Yeah, he's like, I didn't want to, like, make it inconvenient. Oh, I fucking told I knew you were blaming the family just to say it. Yeah. And I'm so fucking happy that they're together, man. I know. I'm so I'm glad they're so together. Stoked. Yes. I'm, I'm happy for them. I hope that they do end up working out because they do seem like a really good couple. Like, yes. they seem like true love. And it's... They're good. They just seem like they're a match. They... Their love style works good. Yeah. Like, Equal every opposites. time she was like, I want to be like this. He's like, okay. Yeah. I kind of want that for you because I don't want to do it this way. Yeah. And she's like, good. Because I want to do it this weird way. And he's like, cool. That's good for me. Like, when you look at them, they're off kilter from one another, right? Like, it doesn't look good. Yeah. And then when you bring those pieces together, they mesh. Like, they work right. perfect. They they're just, good. They just somehow work together. And I love that for them. I love that for them. And, you know, it's in Dallas. Yep. Raven popped up on my TikTok the other day. Oh, my God. Weird. Yeah, because she has a TikTok. And I was just scrolling. And I was like, I know that person. And I was like, oh, that's. <laughs> That's Raven. And wow. so I go to the profile and it's just her personal TikTok on there. And it, and it just says like Doing Pilates and shit. Love is blind three contestant and stuff in her bio and whatnot. And I was like, yeah. oh, well, I guess it would get promoted to me. She lives here. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. And fair enough. The Internet knows that you watch Love is Blind. So, yeah, they do. I'm yelling <laughs> about it all the time. <laughs> so then we got Alexa and Brennan. I still don't like Alexa's dad. He he rubs me in an icky way he seems weird yeah i don't know well, what it is about well him. he's i think it's what you said about her he's also like emotionally detached from everything because he's yeah. like yeah i didn't really think that you were like getting married like like i know you're getting married but like i don't feel like you're getting married like i'm not excited and i'm not <laughs> sad it's just like an event and then one day i'll realize you got married and i was like you're weird dude this is the type of way like, th- this is why there are fucked up people in this world. <laughs> because there are parents no, like that up there. That's what, that's what money people are like, man. Oh, maybe. Just yeah, detached so just money from people. everything. Yeah, because they, they don't have 
attachments to things because they can just always replace something with something new or they don't even care what they have because they're just buying the next thing. They don't have attachments to Throw things. down, get another one. They clarified what the hell Alexa does when she does like one outfit only. Like the, an outfit is a oh, look. Oh, yeah. And then you return it. Like, yep. <laughs> she's like, budget. God, I mean, I guess bougie on a budget. If you're gonna, if you're gonna cycle through clothes like that, you may as well return them. If you're not donating them, return well, them. Dude, what does a rich person have if not time to yes. spend doing that? I fucking know people. Or a person Dillard's to do it for them. We're doing that. <laughs> like, you buy yeah. something just to put it on a party and like make it look good, and then you return it the next week. Didn't you tell me one time about a guy that bought a platter for Thanksgiving dinner and then returned it with turkey shit still on it? Oh, my God. Probably. I think I've blocked that all out of my memory. The Dillard's like, experience. I've definitely heard of that story before. God. But so, Alexa Brennan, I didn't get very emotional for theirs. Yeah. Actually, the whole last show, I did not get emotional. Yeah. I got heated a yeah. bunch, <laughs> but I didn't get emotional. They, the way they started that show with Nancy and Bartice's unwedding with the whole, like, it was a real Jerry Springer vibe. Like, the whole yeah, family, yeah. like, getting up and fronting on Bartice and shit. And speaking of Jerry Springer, though, yeah. can, can we talk about Zed up and Cole? I mean, that's the next one. God. So here we go. I did expect them to say no. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't expect the way that that was going to go down me either i think i think that zenab didn't even expect the way that was going to go down because she kind of said that later yeah she was like i just expected to say no but then anger rose from within me the rest of it just kind of like what she said bubbled out and she made this whole like big protracted speech about how i yeah. mean i think she was kind of right in some of it in some of it. I don't know if she needed to drag him that hard in front of his whole family, but it did need to okay. be said. We're going to get to it. Yeah. Because cause there's a whole reunion piece that we got to get to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. She was like, you destroyed my self-confidence. Yeah. You did this and, like, went off on him, right? Completely. And I guess at the end of the day, he was going to say yes. Because yeah. they don't normally ask the person after the first one says no, you know, but uh -huh. I think he was going to say yes based on comments following. Yeah. Right. Because I really didn't think he would have said yes. Like the way they fought all the time. Uh, I know. I was like, this fool's not going to want it because she's not sweet and doting. Right. Yeah. But so they say no. Yeah. She does the whole, the speech. And as she leaves, her entire side <laughs> applauds. Clapping. And then they all get up and stare at him. Yes. <laughs> And then, like, walk out the door. Like a bunch of hyenas. It was, like, it was, it was wild. A, like, they bring this up in the reunion, and you know what? I kind of believe it. What? I think it was premeditated. That she was going to say all that shit? That they were going to applaud and leave. Because uh, it happened so right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. happened a little too right. It felt a little choreographed. Like, I mean, if... I, I can see it from both ways because if if my friend is getting like totally shit on by her fiance and then gets up there and just says all the shit that she's been secretly thinking this whole time in front of his whole family and everything, I'd be like, fuck yeah. yeah. And then I would get up and glare too. But <laughs> <laughs> but so. But yeah, it did seem very like 
in unison and yeah, planned. it was a little much. It's reality TV. I don't know. I know. So he's crying, and yeah. I fucking like like okay. There are truths in what she said, hands down. Yeah. Like, we know this. We watch them. Right. I I kind of hate, like, the whole sides thing because, like, she's right about some stuff and then everyone's like, we know you're a good guy, bro. We know you're a good guy, bro. Yeah, you're like, fine. We, we know you're good. Yeah, you mean well. No, yeah. You're, like, totally perfect or awesome. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. I, I, I just want to hear, like, it's going to be okay. Like, yeah. I don't need you to rebuild what she just tore down yeah. immediately that I don't like that shit. Like, no, let him sit in what happened. He can reflect on that shit. Don't fucking tell me I'm just a perfect human right off the bat. Yeah. Cause there Weird. is stuff that he needs to reflect on in there. Like, yes. Oh man. Their relationship was so rough. <sighs> Do we want to talk about their reunion shit right now? Yeah. Cause we're just on them, man. Yeah. Like, like we're hitting the couples from, what do you say? Tip to tail, right? Tip to tail. <laughs> Okay, so then they go to the reunion. I know this is off topic still, but I mean, like, I thought, as Bartice would put it, boobies. <laughs> Dude, Zenob was, like, <laughs> there, and I was like, yeah. oh, my God, I didn't know Zenob was packing like Nancy. <laughs> Jesus, like, she came, like, flaunting on She was the in her revenge show. dress. Oh, yeah, she was, big time. Okay, so then they get to talking, and there's the whole, like, the pool party thing, which... Yeah. You know <sighs> what, dude? He still kind of doesn't, like, own that part. I know. And he that... does later, but, like, in that first run of the reunion, he doesn't He doesn't kind of, like, really get into it. He, he just goes, I've already talked about this. Yeah. Blows that off. Which, I mean, I'm sure in his personal life, he's been hearing nothing but shit about that for the last couple of months as this has been airing. True. So yeah. I'm sure he's a little bit heated about it. And he's talked about it probably to Zenob and to Colleen and to Matt. <laughs> a billion times over, which is true. Yeah. But so that happens. And then she kind of like reaffirms all that stuff. And then all the girls jump in on it. Yeah. And they're all like, well, we know like a whole bunch of extra shit that didn't get played. Like we know stuff. Yeah. I'm I, sorry. <laughs> I could not be in that reunion show because it felt like organized gossiping to hurt people. But you can't say anything about it, man. Like they're yes. just like, we're going to full blown like shit on you. God, they I And you have expect, to sit there. I didn't expect the level of vitriol that they brought to Cole. It felt like when everybody dunked on Shake last year. But Shake was a horrible shit human. Yeah, Shake deserved all of it. Cole deserves to be reprimanded and he needs to learn from his actions, but I don't know if yes. he deserved all of this like crazy Do you know hate. what Cole is? <laughs> what is Cole? Cole is stupid, man. He's like he is stupid. His 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 fault is inexperience. Yes. That's his fault. He Shake doesn't knew what he was doing. He was just a yeah. mean asshole. Yeah, he doesn't hate women. Yeah. He doesn't see women as property. He doesn't I don't think he really degraded women. I think I that... think Go ahead. What do you know? <laughs> or do you want me to take Zenob first? I okay. I think that they're both at fault because Yes. Can we talk about the cuties incident? Yeah. Okay. So okay, so she starts bringing in the shit and that's when the girls come in and they go uh -huh. well we know about the cuties thing 
Yeah. And then so they're all like, "You well, you got protected. Like, Netflix made sure to protect you and make you seem better. Yeah. Because they didn't play all this footage. And he's like, I don't know what you mean. And he's like <laughs> yes. screaming about all this stuff. <laughs> and can I just say, the level that he was crying, he's not that good an actor. That's yeah. real. That was real tears. Uh, I... I didn't feel bad for Cole until he started crying like that. And I was like, oh, he's like fucked up about it. Yeah. And so then he's like, play the cuties clip. If you fucking have it, if you have play it, it, play the cuties clip, which to me is almost like a sign of innocence, man. Like, yeah, if you're willing to let the evidence go. Yeah. You either really think you did nothing wrong or you <laughs> actually did nothing wrong. Yeah. And they've been doing stuff in this um, like reunion where they show clips of the pool party and stuff like that. It's just like picture yeah. in picture so they can see people react to it. And I was like, please show the cuties incident. And then they don't do it. But yeah. Then... But that got brought up. That got brought up dur- like in the moment. They already have yeah. pre footage so they couldn't True. do it. Yeah. So, so yeah, they sneak in the fucking clip right there at the end yes. and they play the footage, man. <laughs> Play the whole and Taylor, like, we were like, all right, show's over. We go turn it off. And then it goes, the cutie story. And I would, we both just go like, yeah, dude. Slap <laughs> 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 is blind. More. <laughs> so, okay. So, okay. Okay. I'm going to give you Zenob's, what she said on the reunion. This is the story. Yes. You explicitly told me you're going to eat both of those. You can't do that. We're going to go to dinner later. Yeah. You're not allowed to do that. And you, like, forced me not to eat these. Right. Right? Like, you, like, made this, like, affair about them. Yeah. And he doesn't remember that. So now we get to the clip. Why, why, why don't you tell me this clip? I want to okay. see what, what you saw from this clip. I was fucking waiting for it. I was like, oh, we're going to see Colby a real asshole here. We're going to see Zinnab, like crying and like and sad. And play like eight minutes before the fucking incidents. I was yes. like, what is that? This is too long. I think it was the right amount because you get to see kind it of is. the mindset that both of them are in at the time. Yeah. You can tell Zinnab is doing this thing where she's like, she's having an emotion that she's not communicating to Cole. And Cole is oblivious okay, to it because it's not being communicated to him. He's just no. talking about like, let's do and a cool thing after our honeymoon. Let's go to England and let's see your family. And in. you got to throw in the thing, though. He's not saying it because. Because she's not saying anything. And he's stupid. And he's stupid. <laughs> okay. We have to keep that he's stupid in here because this is. Yeah. That's why he's more oblivious. Like he can't read the body language. He can't read the other signs. Yeah. So if sh- you can't read your person without an explicit word exchange of I am upset, then you're stupid, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like Zenith okay. was clearly going through something in that moment. And he was just like on Cole time talking about Cole things. He sure was. And yeah, like you said, it's like an eight minute clip where they're just talking about shit and she is like rooting around in cabinets and stuff and decides to get a couple of oranges out of the fridge and they're like snacking on something or other out of a bowl together. So they're eating cherries first. She okay. got a bowl of cherries. Is so that you a bowl, bowl of cherries? cherries? Yeah. So she got <laughs> cherries and they're both partaking in said cherries. Yeah. Eating together. Okay. And he doesn't yeah. say anything. And then she busts open the cuties and starts to like peel one open. And I guess she has two of them. And he's like, are you going to eat yeah. both of those? And she goes, yeah, that's a serving. Which is exactly how they said it was in the reunion. She did say that exactly. Yeah. And he's like, well, save your appetito because we're going to dinner later. And it seems like a playful thing. And I know, like, I know the emotion that Zenob is experiencing because 
women, I don't want to say broadly all women experience this, but a lot of people experience this where they are internalizing the comments that other people are making about the food that they're eating. Yeah. And they make their own internal dialogue. Perception. Yeah. Of, of, of what they mean. Yes. So what Cole asked was, are you going to eat both of those oranges? I want you to be hungry for dinner later because we're going to an expensive restaurant with a reservation. Yeah. And what she heard was, I don't want you to eat those oranges because you're too fucking fat, you stupid fucking fatty. Like, that's what she heard, which was not what was said. And it's not how Cole intended it in the moment by the looks of it. Like, like you said, he's stupid. He's not thinking about how these words are going to be perceived. And And then I'm sitting there going, yeah, in his mind, she just ate some cherries. Now she's eating something else. She may go for a third thing. We don't know. So he's just like, oh, are you going to eat both of those? Like we just ate cherries together and you're eating this. Like, are you, are you just eating now? Because don't forget, he's just seeing like the pattern of, Oh, she's eating this. Now this, maybe she'll eat more. Oh yeah. But dinner. Yeah. So he's just concerned about dinner later. And then she says like, I've only had a banana and a scoop of peanut butter coal, which she did say on the show. And he's like, why haven't you eaten more? I've offered you a poke bowl. And she was like, I could say why, but I probably shouldn't like obviously internalizing some stuff there. And Cole doesn't, take the minute to be like are you okay <laughs> which i think there you go okay he didn't he didn't uh, th- they're both wrong in the moment because he didn't need to he do doesn't that. pursue yeah yeah he he's not smart enough to sit there and be like <laughs> she's going through something i'm gonna pull it out of her and she doesn't yes. have the emotional intelligence to be like i need to communicate how i'm feeling or he's not gonna know yes so they're both in the wrong so when I left the reunion with them uh-huh. for like who's right and wrong, I was at 50 50. Yeah. And then I went, you know what? Wrong. I'm going to go 51 Cole, 49 Zena because his only fault is stupidity. But she <laughs> chose to withhold information from him. Yeah. Like, hers was a choice. His. He can't help the stupid man. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, he can, but he didn't. He literally doesn't know. She, she could have just said something. Right. The both of them have negative emotional intelligence. It's not there. Yeah, dude. Like, if they could have learned to talk, I do think that that relationship would have thrived. Yeah, I think so too. Because I, I mean, really think it would have. He could bring out a playful side of her and she could bring out a serious side of him and they could have like moments, you know, that were nice. Yeah. And they they just needed to communicate. And it was so frustrating as a third party to watch it from the outside. If they were my friends, I would be like, y'all got to go to fucking therapy. (laughs) No shit, dude. God. And then Cole did not like so not only Zenim, but that whole side of the room dragged him across the coals yeah pun definitely (laughs) intended but cole still defended her he said i'll admit they made you look way more naggy on the show than i ever thought you were i thought we were fun way more than what they ever let people perceive yeah he still fought for her on that couch man right i think he really did like her and I didn't think he liked her that much. I thought he just enjoyed her. Like, you know, like, she's she's fun, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. There might have been some actual love in that man. Yeah. I, I don't know. Because you don't cry like that for somebody that you're, like, maybe about. 
Yeah, he was clearly affected. That, and I f- see, I don't know. So we we did go Twitter dumpster diving when oh, it was man. over. Oh man, what did you find? Everybody, everybody on the planet is Team Cole about the whole situation for really? the cuties. Man, like I feel bad for Zeta because I know what she was going through, but that's the thing. Like she's got to communicate it. She's not wrong, but she's wrong in how she handled it with him because she yes. she is making it like he was this aggressive negative force on her. Yeah. Because even I mean, it stems back to Malibu. Mm-hmm. When he he said, "You look like a different person with that makeup yes. on." And Honestly. you know what? Most people do. Yeah. And so I don't <laughs> think it's that wrong to say. Yeah. But she, from that moment forward, could never see him as not meaning something malicious with his words. Yeah. And it also stems back from the pool party when he was like, Colleen is so attractive. I only want Colleen. Mm. Like, Colleen's a 10 out of 10. You're a yep, 9 out of 10. Didn't help. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you follow up that comment with, you look different without makeup on. And you know what? She has a recipe to put those pieces together. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not saying she's a vile person that is just trying to make it big being mean to him, which a lot of Twitter is trying to make her out to be. Like, yeah, they're like, she's a total pathological liar. I don't think no. she lied. I think, I think her perception of the events is yes, wrong. Right. That's that's not lying. It's not that her perception is wrong. It's just that they both perceived it differently and they needed to talk about it. Well, no. So, yeah, they both perceived it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I perceived it fun. Well, I perceived it mean as fuck. And they're all like, oh, tomato, potato. <laughs> you know, they don't fucking know. I do wonder if there's other clips that that Netflix didn't show where he's like, you should be eating salads instead of steaks or something like that. Because so, that was, you know, was a lot of accusatory stuff about that. Well, I brought that up, too, because I was like, I've told Taylor, like, why don't you get a salad? But those events are followed by like, OK, she's had stomach cramps all day. Like she had an upset stomach from a dinner we had the day before. Why yeah. don't you get a salad today? Now, yeah. If you take it with only that context, I'm telling this girl to get a salad. Get a salad, you fat ass. Yeah. What events led to him getting her a salad? Yeah. Was he saying like, you know, she goes, I'll have this. And he's like, nah, she'll have a salad. That's fully different. It's just like you said at the top of the episode, we were talking like men want to fix a problem. Is he trying to fix a problem? Was she having tummy rot? And he was like, you should have a salad. Salads will fix that. Ooh, see, you don't know. <laughs> exactly. Like, I think for that comment to be correct, like, you made me get salads. Did he order that for you? Because yeah. that shit that guys do that I think... I find it weird to, like, order for my person. Yeah. Unless, unless I've been like, I just don't want to talk to the waiter. Like, please do that for me. But, you know, you've you've seen people where, like, they go to order and they go, no, no. She'll have this instead. Yeah, that's and gross. And they, like, take it up. That's fucked. See, if he was doing that, that's vile. That's gross. Yeah. I gen... See, I think that's why these moments don't stick out to him, because they were playful moments. So we had fun. We <gasps> moved on. So I bet he literally doesn't remember the cutie thing, because he Probably. was like, oh, no, you didn't eat today? That sucks. Why? I don't understand. <laughs> Let's be Jaguars again, you know? And then, like, he moved on. <laughs> so... Yeah. 
Alright, I'm glad we're on the same page. I don't despise either one of them. I just think they <sighs> suck at talking, dude. Yeah. I do want to know more about the incident, the alleged like woman that he tried to kiss at the bachelor party that all the men were like, I'm that so didn't happen because, because that's my thing. If it's something Cole said to her, why would he say it if it didn't happen? And why are all the men saying it didn't happen? If it okay. Happened? But see, that's the thing though. The only person that's saying it happened is Zenob. None of the other girls. But she girls. said that Cole said, and then Cole, I think, I think that the fucking drinking in this season was so yeah. Out of control. Everyone was getting so blitzed that they were saying things they couldn't remember because that was the whole thing with Matt and Colleen, Did you too. hear what Brennan said? He even fucking said, dude, I was blasted. I had yeah. 20 shots and 20 beers. I don't fucking know what happened that night. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know that I believe that one a lot because, <laughs> I mean, the girls were getting pretty hammered, too. Yeah. I hated the way that Cole was like, you're the ones with dicks getting sling in your face. I mean, he's been reamed across the U.S. by this lady. I mean, that was one little jab at her. It was a a gnarly one, but (laughs) I don't know how much stock I can take in that one because not one other person out of that whole season could corroborate that. Yeah. And we already know she sees the cutie thing so differently than the evidence at hand so it's like how do we know what really got said and how she took it yeah i would love man i hope that they do like a a reunion a year down the line like they've done for the seasons of the past yeah like a natalie birthday party situation or something in the future yeah (laughs) i would love to see that and oh my god the fact that they invited andrew to the reunion and he didn't show up funny to but me why him like because what is he his... was he was the most outlandish character they've ever had with his fucking eye drops it's and all because of his tantric stuff his passionate incredible sex or whatever oh my god what a so, weirdo yeah i'm done with that fool <laughs> so then we get to i think the last one here yeah matt and is, colleen which is matt and colleen so am i the only person that thought Colleen looked like the most scared deer in the headlights look. Like she like, I'm like, is he that overbearing? Because she looked yeah. like every time he spoke, she was like, she looked afraid. She looked scared, dude. Like, like blink like, twice like he felt if you that, need that, help. Right? Yeah, she she looked unnerved. Okay, and just as shallow as ever, man. Because every time she chimed into the conversation, she would repeat what somebody else said. And then add the most generic comment following. <laughs> and I was like, why why are we doing this? Just Yeah. Let's let's not. Let's not. Do you think Matt and Colleen are going to go the distance? Yes. Because of fear? Yeah, not because of love. I mean, she didn't marry him for love. She married him to have a husband. Yeah, for security. To get the thing that she said she couldn't get. Yeah. And he I even said it to Taylor. I I was like, I think he holds marriage as a status. Yeah. He's the VP of this company. Like, you want your VP to be like a married man. Oh, it's like a family man. Let's do business with him. I think it's a status. So he's got a a pretty ballet wife. That's a great conversation starter. Yeah. That's a fucking great conversation starter. Right? I don't think he loves her. I think... He wants somebody that will treat him fine. And I think she'll treat him fine. And I think she's just going to be as 
aloof and unattached as she has always been but now she's got somebody who's the vp of a company can pay for her to live her life and boom she's happy now too it's a transactional agreement i think that one will go the distance purely on yeah we're each getting something yeah but it's it that is not a love marriage I mean, sometimes marriage is like that, though. Some people just marry for convenience, which is weird, but... Yes, they do. And I think that's 100% them. But now, because of the fear, I don't know if, like, maybe she's been like, maybe I don't want this. And he's like, well, you're not fucking going anywhere. And now it's like, she's a possession. Because I fully think she is terrified of him. Yeah, her facial expressions didn't sell love to me. And I mean, the the way... I hope that he is not drinking like he was drinking on the show on a regular basis because my yeah. god that that needs help yeah yeah i don't know and then like people got mad at him because they didn't move in together so quick and then i'm like yeah what money problems vp of that a corporation was, <laughs> that was weird like it was going to be more financially inconvenient for them to move in together than to just have separate leases with totally separate payments that's odd to me but Whatever works for them. You know, they're going to do marriage on their own time. I liked what they said about how we met and got married unconventionally. So we're going to have an unconventional marriage. Yeah. I mean, I'm for it. But like, that's some money. And that's not even money pinching because, well, I guess it is because if, because like he said, we, we would have to pay for her to break it. Yeah. So maybe it was just more, it cost more in the short term than it, than if you just let it ride out long term. Yeah. It was weird. He's the VP, man. He's crunching the numbers. <laughs> he knows what'll make the business go. But I I hate them, man. I don't like them together. I don't like either of them really as people. No, they're not I I wouldn't be friends with them. <laughs> no. I mean Colleen seems fine, but I feel like you would have the one conversation and that's it. Like she's never gonna she's never gonna bring more to the conversation than what she did last time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think for, I mean, as far as this whole season goes, they were my least favorite to follow because, I mean, they weren't good in love and they weren't interesting people. Like, Nancy and Bryce, interesting, you know? Yes. Bad at love, but still interesting. Brennan and Alexa, not that interesting, but they had really nice love. Yeah. So. They were the warm and fuzzies of the show for me. Matt and Colleen were just like, they're there. Yep. That's drama. Yeah. That we can watch unfold. Ugh. Eat your steak and tell me how much you fucking hate me. <laughs> like, I'm never going to get over the aquarium date. That, that was, was so awkward. The most bizarre thing. How do you like your dinner? Could you see this lasting forever? I fucking. This show makes me. This season makes me not want to watch it again. I. Uh, I say that, but then next season I'm going to be like, here it comes. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. When me and Taylor watch it, we discuss the relationships in relation to ours most of the time yeah have we done something like this how would we handle a situation like this what would we do in this scenario that we've never been in because we're seeing it happen like what can we learn from that interaction like we like piece together shit throughout everything that we watch though so it's almost like a fun exercise at the same time yeah you know how to not be terrible (laughs) that's the to me, that's the idea of the show now. It's not the warm and yes. fuzzies. It's it's watch people and don't ever be <laughs> like them. It's free therapy. It really is, dude. The show, the show makes you question a lot of shit. Yes. I 
cannot say that I love this season. God, I hated it, but I'm, I want to watch another one. I, I know. I mean, I say that, but like, as soon as I see it, I'm be like, well, what's going to happen? Looks interesting. The pods is where it's at for me. Like, I love the pod stuff. You know what I'm waiting for, man? I'm waiting for a gay couple. For real. Like, that has not even come close. Because it wouldn't happen in the way that they do the pods. Because they had the women's living quarters and the men's living quarters. And they don't ever commingle when yeah. you meet the people. They only meet up men to women. Right. I want to see an all-men season, an all-women season. Oh, that would be good, man. That would yeah. be good. Okay. Or would you just split the teams down the middle and you go like, we got <laughs> the seven... tops and the bottoms. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How would you do that? Because it's, cause it's 15 people, which uh-huh. is seven and seven, right? Plus Roughly. one. Yeah. You have one non-binary friend in there. Because it's seven guys, seven girls, right? Or is it 15? It's 15 each. Okay. Okay. So then, yeah, just split it seven and... Oh, no. Yeah. So split it seven and seven down the row. And then you can have like 14 guys, 14 women, and then let those happen. And then you just kind of see what happens there. But guess what you get in that scenario? What? No drama. None of the teams fucking co-mingle. So <laughs> I don't know. I would like to see how th- how they would work that, but... Yeah. I don't know that the world is ready for that quite yet. No. I mean, the show is designed around the gender binary and it's designed for heterosexuals. So, yeah. People who watch this show, I don't think, are looking for that kind of entertainment. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, you would think we would be ready for that. RuPaul's been on for 10 fucking years. God. But no, we can't have gay love is blind yet. We're just, they can only take us one TV show at a time and we're not ready yet. <laughs> I'm ready, though. <laughs> Love is blind and gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a perfect tagline for that season. <laughs> I'd be into it. Well, with that, would you like to just scrub your brain and your eyes of all the horrible, non-communicative <laughs> shit we've had to see? Yeah, let's go to couples therapy. <laughs> yeah, let's go. If you love this episode, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the absolute best way we can get the good Yimtope into fresh new ears. We release weekly every single Monday. That is the Yimtope guarantee. You can count on us every Monday morning as you're driving into that shitty job or driving off to that job you fucking love. Either way, we are there for you guys. If you want to talk to us, you can catch us on Twitter at YMBTOAP. And if you want to get more familiar with us, you can get into that Discord, go to Patreon, sign up with a $2 tier, and you can discuss Love is Blind with us in real time, more real time than Twitter. I mean, we're sitting right there. We're in the Discord right all day there. long. We're typing. Just waiting. Right we're, now. We're just like staring. We're like, hey, where's the next message? <laughs> you need to be there. Go go jump in. But if you don't want to do that, you can go to Twitter. Tell us what you thought about Love is Blind. Sison3. Who was your favorite lady? Who was your favorite guy? Who was your favorite couple? Who were you sad didn't work out? There's so many questions. You could tell us anything about it. We're going to eat that shit up. How would you organize a queer love is blind? Yes, we need, because Netflix can't do it on their own, we're going to have to give them the flowchart of how yes. each season goes. Like, we're <laughs> going to have to write it all out for them. So we need some help. And no one's allowed to discuss God of War. Get off our Twitter with that shit. It's still too fresh. Back up. Back up, guys. Hopefully I beat it in the next couple of days, though. You can look forward to an episode in the very near future where we go more in-depth meant to say so we just did a little quick recap but we will be doing an in-depth kind of just like a spoiler like i've seen some shit episode 
coming up next month. So stay tuned. Giving you guys time to maybe dig in. Maybe you can't take off like I did for a full week and just crank it out. So tune in sometime soon. But one more final thing. We love you patrons. We love you guys so much. We do everything for you, because of you, with you. You guys are the best. And we just love you for it. Our theme song is The Grimmie Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check them out on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And tune in next time to get the answers to that burning question. Why is Thor so slappable? That big, fluffy belly. But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. You think it sounds like a watermelon or oh. sound hollow? Like, <laughs> like a big, good watermelon fresh in the summer? Yes. Yeah, like, you ever slap just like a big old belly and you get that perfect just thunk, man? Thunk. Thunk. Nice ripple. <laughs>